Vivek Gupta from APA Associates Delhi. Please, ladies and gentlemen, put hands together. Sabina Khanna from Studio Kia Gurgaon. Please, put hands together. Manishi Agarwal from Design Cosmos Delhi. Please, put hands together for her. Kuldeep Singh from JSL Lifestyle Delhi. Please, ladies and gentlemen, we will share you with us as we are the panelists and for the very interesting topic here. Vistak Bhant Vardar from APA Design Studio Delhi. Please join us together. And um, due to not having a uh, proper help, Rita Nobel Gupta from Studio Symposis Noida, she is not present here. So we are going to start our first panel, which is very interesting. And of course, here we are going to begin for a great, great knowledgeable panel. Here we go. If, 
one was to pick just about all the sentences, all the elements, all the attributes of, of a design that inspires you, maybe any part of the world, and you're actually you know, putting that all together in, in total, you know, uh, not picking elements. I think that's plagiarism, and that's something we need to caution ourselves against. Um, uh, plagiarism uh, is never intentional. Uh, I think only foolish people would intentionally, uh, you know, uh, get into this area. Plagiarism is often unintentional. It's often the subconscious. I mean, honestly, there's no architect sitting uh, around who really not want to do his own work. But yes, we all are under such influences and under such, uh, you know, so much of external um, impression is being made upon us that we would tend to borrow. So we've got to be very careful about trying to, uh, you know, uh, uh, surf out what's really original and trying to put our own sentences together rather than lifting paragraphs from someone else. Thank you, thank you, sir. I think very lively. Yeah, apparently you want to define what you meant. So I don't think I would have to get into too much detail on that. We'll probably head to the questions straight on there. Um, our next panelist is uh, architect Vivek Gupta, a design practitioner with over 40 years of experience in the field of urban planning, architecture, and interior. Uh, he's a firm believer in built to suit architecture that comes with a strong acknowledgement of climate coordinates and science. He refers to himself as a chef who does a lot of cooking, of ideas mostly, and on some occasions, food. He founded AVA Design Studio in 1984 to bring the craft of interior architecture and urban planning together in a single workspace. His work tends to bear a design vocabulary that is open to interpretation of experience. Or as he said, think of my projects like saving a dish. You give me an egg, and instead of an omelette, I'll present a soup plate. His style constitutes a bit of flamboyance with a hint of imperfection, yet it's fundamental, allowing the users to enjoy the built form. Apart from having completed eminent projects, he's also a jury speaker panelist at various design platforms and has been recognized as one of the hot 100 architects by India. Thank you, Vivek, for joining us today. If you'd like to add your two bits on plagiarism and design, Uh, well, for me, this after actually finished the topic and just explained everything that he did and said about this. To me, uh, there is nothing original under the sun. God created earth and thereafter everything is either uh, a word like I like to use in biomimicry or we are inspired by that. In this entire audience, if I were to ask you to draw a ghost, what would you do? You know, because you haven't seen a ghost, so, what, so everybody has an impression. And um, this is what we would try to do. Perhaps, uh, you know, we've heard that there is a certain form that a ghost has. But it could be air, it could be wind, it could be, it could be a cloud, it could be anything. So, they are just everything that we do in architecture is geometry, is form. It's based on inspiration from the nature of what we see. So, uh, to say, to be able to say that uh, this is my original idea, I really do not Thing. Architecture is also, in our DNA, there is a thing called prototyping. People like uh, Sabina and me who studied in Chandigarh are so hugely influenced by the, the great master architect, Sarbuja, uh, so that we build, when we build our own homes, I think, both of us have built homes in brick and concrete and everything. So there is this inspiration that you draw uh, from kind of architecture that influences you. People, there is a sharp divide between uh, people who believe uh, in ornamentation in architecture and people who believe in leftist uh, more kind of is. Uh, throughout our journey as an architect, we are told and we have been influenced by master architects. And the whole thing about following uh, a master architect who has influences on you uh, should continue, I think. Uh, and that much of place of any inspiration it only adds to your creativity because every time you draw a line, uh, you will be adding your bit of creativity to it, but you could always be influenced by something. So I don't really, like Vistav said, that plagiarism will be something that you will fully copy something. I think the plagiarism of planning is more uh, uh, 
more uh, something that is to be looked down upon. But in education, any which way, I think the building form is uh, architecture is about optics, it's about visuals. So you will somewhere or the other be influenced by a built form uh, and uh, the kind of fenestration patterns that are there or the overall shape of the building that is there. And the approach to architecture will be there. Uh, there is very difficult uh, line that will I will be able to draw between the kind of a copying, obviously, you know, the copy, but between plagiarism and inspiration, there's a very thin line. And I think that needs to be really about. Thank you. Uh, I'll now introduce our next panelist, uh, Mr. Kuldeep Singh. Uh, Associate Vice, Pre Vice President of Product Development at JSL Lifestyle. He takes care of NPV activities for kitchens, infrastructure, plumbing and railways. He is also responsible from production activities and product upgradation programs for the kitchen vertical. Kuldeep uh, here, please, you are bringing in an industry perspective, really. Uh, so, so, what is your take on plagiarism uh, and design? Design is uh, something, uh, <coughs> what uh, from architectural aspect it's a different uh, thing altogether. From the product perspective, we definitely do face a lot of problems. This is that it's not, uh, you know, when you design a product, uh, a product has a shape, a form, a finish, a texture, a lot of things which go into it. And when that is copied, in totality, a lot of people duplicate of it. As Rajiv said, you take the complete thing, copy it, or duplicate of it, take parts of it and part of yours. So that is the problematic situation. If I talk about our own experiences, I mean, what we have been facing is that we make the products and we, we are a design led company. GSLXI is a design company and we as a brand name Arinox, that is basically Arinox is stainless steel and Arden stainless steel. So that is the name Arinox. And we make, uh, we have uh, designers from India and international designers who do the designing for us. And we really create out of the mouth to them. <laughs> Honestly. And when the product is, there is a lot of research which goes behind that product. A lot of R&D, a lot of prototyping is done. And then uh, again, research, how the product is going to behave in the market. Only after that, it is launched in the market. But then it is launched, and many of the our products have won um, Redford Awards, and Design Awards. And these products, when they are, we have got uh, showrooms at, across Pan India. And when these are getting copied, and what people do is they find little bit and they bring it up in the market to lower price. And, uh, you know, <coughs> lower price with the inferior quality material. That really gives us a bad name. Because being stainless people, um, people are using inferior material, the material doesn't perform properly. So, for us, it is a, it's a problem. It's not only a form, okay, fine. If you're just copying a form, that's fine. Perfectly fine. But if you copy the entire thing, so. Yeah, they are. But when other people start selling it around the market at low price, and when that uh, product doesn't perform, then we get a bad thing that we are in our store. We do, in spite of we do patent our products, but what they do is they find to tweak slightly, they make some changes, then the patent is no for that. That's a problem. Well enough, thank you so much. Uh, I would like to add one more thing. There is another thing to design. Like we have been um, doing a lot of work with railways. We do a lot of, you know, product specific things. We develop a lot of uh, products with them. 
like we must have heard about the Dinshil Bank or which is put in the Rajwani's and Shadabis. Now what happens is that we develop the initial one and then it goes for tender. So the one whoever plays low, he gets the tender. All designing and everything was by us. Recently there was a case when we had uh, order of one lakh branches. The Indian railways have decided that they put one lakh branches than India on the railway platforms. We did all the prototyping, designing, testing, you know, getting ideas for approval and everything. But finally, uh, what happened? Again, the same thing. The lowest bidder took it away. So it's, uh, I mean, I'll not call it stealing or something, but it is, there is no solution to this. Copying 
or creativity, seeking inspiration and then creating it. You know, just imbibing that, that inspiration and then be able to, re, to you know, create it, add your own creativity to it, or blatantly copying it is the thought, is that fine line that we are here to talk about, you know. So there's really no direct yes or no to it, or good or a bad to it, but yet we are in the larger visual domain where art, you know, where anything plagiarized is visible for all. Unlike in the literary field where one has to read the original and then be able to read some and then know. But here, comparable from apple to apple or apples to oranges is there in the larger domain for everybody to see, you know. But basically at the back of it, it comes from a slightly unethical practice as you say. But are you using that inspiration, you know, to further create something interesting and positive or is it a direct copy? That fine line has to be walked and that is what has to be debated. Thank you. Thank you, Ashley, for stepping out to for the next round of questions. So what we sort of we chatted together a bit earlier and we decided that we instead of talk, everybody has expressed their views on plagiarism. What I will now do is I will ask each of the esteemed panelists a singular question that they will which is one simple aspect of plagiarism and they will try and address it to their viewpoint. And taking off from what Sabina uh, just said, my first question will be for Vistas. Uh, you know, it's like Sabina you know, also was saying, that what is that fine line really? And in today's wave of you know, communication and instant transmittal of information where everybody is constantly on social media, Google, internet, the armies of the world, is inspiration threatened? Should we be even worried about inspiration of plagiarism at all? Um, yes, I think we should be worried. Uh, we definitely should be worried because uh, if there's anybody who's the guardian for design, it's us as architects. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, let's question our profession. What are we here to do? Are we here only to make construction drawings, coordinate with consultants, uh, listen to the tantrums of clients, put it all together? Uh, or are we here for the bigger cause for which we all read Iron Rand and for which we all went through five years or more in some cases seek to take seven years to complete a BARC uh, degree in, in, in Gujarat and other places. Uh, what are we here for? We are here to create a better world and if we miss the bigger picture, the bigger narrative about you know creating a better world and we lose that sense of uh, positivity every day in our lives, we've got to wake up and tell ourselves we are here to do something, we are here to contribute. Yes, ideas may always have been there, but in our time, our context, our place, we could come up with something that's more suitable, more appropriate, rather than taking something from another time, from another context, from another place. Um, we can draw inspiration every day from a lot of things. It can even be uh, you know, a magazine article, it could be a TV documentary, it could be you know, uh, a YouTube video, it could be anything, but uh, when it comes down to the core work, you know, how many of us actually carry a pencil in our pocket today? This is a question I ask every young architect who comes out. How many of us carry a notebook or a sketch pad and still draw and do things? Those of us who do are, are doing original work and are doing sincere work. Those of us who do not are not doing real work. It's as simple as that. So I think somewhere, uh, you know, the answer to uh, inspiration, plagiarism, this, this very fine debate is asking ourselves that what are we here to do and, you know, why are we not doing it? Are we under a lot of pressure from our clients in terms of timelines, deadlines? Are we under a lot of pressure from them in, in their saying that we want a building like this or we want a space like this? Or are we you know, not being honest to ourselves and not, you know, being able to stand up and say, okay, we understood what you want us to do, but here's our take, let's do something this way. And I've never come across a client who does not appreciate effort or intent from an architect. If an architect is to understand what a client is wanting, he can certainly drive the client in a direction to make something new, something a little different, tweak, different, uh, you know, more contextual, more appropriate happen. So I think there's a lot I, I, I'd be saying in this, but you know, I'm very, very, uh, you know, worried about, uh, you know, the future, a uh, lot of graduates and architects who do not, who seem to have lost the sense of ideation. 
you know, uh, and, and that sense is the good old pencil. If you are not going to be doodling, sketching, uh, you know, drawing inspiration in your own way, uh, you are losing it.
by any style, any any the Franco Gehrys and the uh, the big guy of Zahadis is quite fantastic. But if you can actually film like that, that'd be great as well. Thank you, thank you. So I think going back to the drawing board is what is crucial today. Uh, my next question is for Kuldeep again. Uh, like we just discussed that you know we in an average uh, technologically connected world, right? There's constant issues of information. And everything is literally a sort of a click away. So from the product perspective, you were explaining some of the challenges that you have faced. Now, what do you actually do about it? What do we do about it? That's a very interesting question. Um, see, there's not much what you can do about it because in India it's very, it's a, actually a very big challenge to control uh, copy. It's very difficult. Even if you have taken for uh, the product, they will find you, as I said earlier. But uh, the only way what you can do control of uh, the copy is that you can use special textures in stainless steel, special finishes which cannot be easily copied, special material along with the, so that is the kind of, I mean you have to be more innovative. Keep it innovative. That's the only way out. Because as I mentioned, we are a designated company and if we don't innovate, we will not be able to grow. So innovation is I think the only uh, way out. And the use of uh, latest technology, latest uh, machinery, equipments. So that is what uh, is required. Like for example, now there are a few products that we have come out with are uh, in PVD coatings. Now PVD coating is a physical vapor deposition. Now that's not uh, very much available in India. There are not many machines which are available in India. So, you know, that kind of technology to use. So, copying can be controlled in that, in that process. Thank you. Thank you. So, while innovation is the key, stealing uh, of ideas is not a notion of the past. Like one of my earlier mentors once told me, and she gave me an insight into this science, that what is being seeded today in one part of the world as like an idea is simultaneously being seeded somewhere else. So in that regard, when there is there are all these ideas and the things what is created is great. And I think the question I would like to ask Manishi. Thank you, Daniel. I think it's a it's a it's a beautiful notion. I mean, how many of us here believe that somewhere in this world, someone is having maybe not a panel discussion, but a discussion about the exact same thing that we're talking about? Do you think it's entirely possible? I don't think so. I think it's entirely possible. I'm going to take a minute here and talk about plagiarism in nature. How many of us have heard that there are six of us who look exactly the same? How many of us? And how many of us believe it? I have, I have seen two exactly similar people in the same city who don't know each other, are not related, they look exactly the same. So I haven't, I mean, I'm, I'm waiting to see myself, but I haven't seen that, but I've seen somebody else. So is nature plagiarizing as nature runner ideas to create new faces? Or is it, is it a norm? Is it a way of life? Because there are how many billion of us here on earth? Okay, uh, talking about, say, uh, a product. Uh, so we see, because we were talking about products, this came to my mind. What about um, tires today? Are they plagiarizing nature and copying the stone patterns? Because that's nature. So is that plagiarizing or is that taking inspiration and creating something for, in a lower cost for somebody who can't maybe afford stone and wants a quick job done at a site, in a good look? So, I mean, where do you draw the line again? Is it plagiarizing or inspiration? Biomimicry, for example, could I be researching a project or a concept in nature and building something on it and maybe Vivek's is doing the same thing? I'm not saying we'll end up building the exact same thing, but then it's the same inspiration. Also, need of the hour. I think we need, as Indian architects, to start plagiarizing Indian architecture that was done probably 
last century or, or, or three, four, five centuries before today. And we need to add our creativity and the technological advancements that are available today and create something that's need of the hour. But again, is it plagiarizing? Will somebody turn around and say that you copied what so-and-so did 300 years ago? But that is something that fits our context, environment. That is something that I think is required to be done. So you really need to take this inspiration. Okay, another thought. Dan Brown said, I mean, I don't know how many of us have read Dan Brown, said that today, all the money that is being spent, well, not all, maybe most of it, to do research and establish facts, we are just re-establishing those facts that a lot of us, not us, our ancestors knew way back. We are just doing that. So there are so many ideas and like, you know, it was touched upon earlier that um, there, are, there are that many ideas in the world. It, it happens in our studio where, you know, we do something, do some sketching, doodling, design something and uh, to be able to, you know, show it to the client to see, okay, let me just search if there's something similar being done already. We are, we are very happy with that earlier because we think that, wow, we created something new. But then bang, we do some search and we find out it's already been done. And you think that, are, is there anything new really left to be done? So you really have to think for yourself, you know, you take inspiration, add your own personality to it. Okay, about a couple of years, how many of us are Marvel fans here? So they started off with, uh, you know, having the beer and then the last Marvel movie, he said, okay, Thor tells to Captain America, okay, you have the same beer now. But, I mean, so is that plagiarizing? Is that copying? Or is, I mean, but everybody is going to support their own personalities with it, right? So there is really like a lot happening around and you can talk about design or all these various aspects that I'm touching about. And they are they are all you know things that are happening and it's I think it's natural to be taking inspiration and uh, getting in your own touch to it as designers. Like you said, nobody wants to do the same thing. Then how are you gonna publish your designs? Everybody's gonna know that this is a copy of that and that is a copy of that. So you don't do it intentionally, of course. Nobody would want that. But like Sabina said, draw a line and know the extent of your inspiration. Don't step over and make it a blatant copy. I think that's what I would say. Thank you so much, Tanisi. Uh, so last but not the least, uh, I would like to ask Sabina. So inspiration or plagiarism, whatever we may call it, right? Is it merely dependent on the reader or the viewer? Is it all just perception of what we think of it? Defined by, you know, company text. Sometimes last week you were saying that, we, you know, we get our work published. We, we define what we have done. Is it just dependent on what we say as architects? Or is it also dependent on what the reader perceives? Because what you may not consider to be a copy may be considered to be a copy by somebody else. What is your take on that? Uh, thank you, Tanya. Uh, like I just said in the brief earlier was that we are in the larger domain of being visible, you know, and um, our creations are out there for everyone to see. And as you said, is where, uh, you know, a viewer is, um, can um, compare the two uh, more easily than the others in the other fields, you know, as I said, in the literary field. If they haven't read a book in your know, book or a text or something, but uh, you know, a building is easily comparable. But what I mean, uh, you know, where I come from is that the plagiarism that we are discussing, the fine line, as the way Gerald said, that if the first seeking inspiration is okay, but as long as we don't make it unethical, if your first idea has come, like you said, as a stroke of a pencil, so the idea has originated from you actually, and probably refining your creation or working on your creation down the line if you have taken inspiration. I don't see no harm in it. You know, as long as, uh, I think what people know today is as long as, I mean, the youngsters have so much to, you know, and that is available everywhere. As long as your basic creation, your, your uh, basic beginning doesn't start at seeking an inspiration, a referral and then working on it. You know, so if that is to begin, 
at your end, it's your idea, you ideate, and then you probably seek inspiration because it's all out there, you know, for you to seek reference from. Like you mentioned, we have, we've had the masters, we've had uh, the different schools of designing, so, and we don't seek inspiration from each one of them. So that becomes one part of where the idea must come in. And likely, like what he mentioned is, in the age of technology, we do have a system, you know, at every desk. But my work desk, whether I believe, you know, I come from an old school of thought, my work desk in the office has my system and the good old drawing board. You're the only one in my office, because the first sketch, I have to put pencil to paper to be able to come out with a, with a sketch. And then, that is what the office works on. You know, so I still believe in the two. Because I don't believe the first stroke for an idea can be done on a computer. That's not me, probably. But that is it. So, as long as the idea comes yours, you seek inspiration. I don't think it is highly unethical. Secondly, what I mentioned earlier was the extent of copying. So the copying and creativity, that's where the fine line is. That to what extent have you copied it? For the world, for the viewer out there to see and compare apples to apples, you know. So because we are in that reality, so the comparison becomes more direct and more blatant. Uh, like I said, also the author, who's, from whom you would have taken inspiration, would definitely know, you know, be able to say that okay, this has been inspired from me. Many times we cannot, uh, you know, uh, it's not intangible because you would have music-inspired art. You would have art-inspired architecture. You would have literature-inspired movies. You know, so is all of that plagiarism, or is all of that taking inspiration and giving it your own creativity? You know, so it is in those different domains, and it's an overlapping uh, domain within that creative field. You know, and more so we discuss about plagiarism because it's a larger creative domain, because each one inherently is creative. Like you said, as architects. Each one has its own creativity, you know. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, I think when we're talking about plagiarism, it's very important to understand why does it happen. I mean, the why needs to come out in terms of, you know, um, I don't think there's any architect who wants to, you know, copy or, uh, you know, um, at all. Right? I don't think there's a lack of effort level. I think everybody, you know, has gone through enough life experiences, etc., to be able to uh, actually come up with their own designs. I think there are two factors here. I think uh, many a times uh, nowadays, you know, it's just instant age. It's instant karma. You need to be able to actually instantly serve out something. You know, um, you know, the the West still has you know a good amount of uh, time given to every project, whereas we are somehow always hard pressed for time. So either we are picking up some idea we already baked and kept in the refrigerator, bringing it out and you know putting it in the microwave, heating it, giving it some garnishing and serving it, or we are uh, you know looking out from somebody else's refrigerator and we're really you know, sneaking something out quickly, mixing it with somebody else's, a little bit of Vivek, a little bit of Manishi, you know, put together and you know serving it. You you never know. Uh, that's the kind of uh, you know problem that we face in the industry. We are not getting the right time. How many of us actually tell a client that in order to come up with a more justifiable solution to any project of any scale, it could be a product design, it could be a master plan. How many of us say that we need a certain amount of time to really you know get down to doing something original? Original uh, again is a very debatable word. What is original? You know, one doesn't really know. But that's uh, number one. Number two, uh, I think every client today thinks he knows it all. I mean, every client is today the first architect of the project, and you are then the second architect who is helping him coordinate everything. So, you know, we have clients who travel the world, as have all of us, and, uh, you know, who know everything, and who are actually picking out eight or ten pictures and saying, you know, I want something like this, or I want... So, you know, you, you appreciate that a picture says a thousand words and you understand all that and you glean out the important things and you try and convey, but there are, there are clients who say, no, I want it exactly like that. Now, that's the time you've got to take a call yourself. I mean, are you going to go ahead with this or are you going to draw some lines and say, okay, um, we're not going to go down this line, we're not going to be 
you know, doing this. But then comes the thought, you know, and, and everybody in their studio will have their second advisor who will come and say, Sir, we will not do it, so we will do it. So, you know, we may as well do it. So, these are the things. These are the things that really happen in practice that you really need to take a call on and you really need to, um, you know, uh, hold your own conscience and, you know, take a stand on things. So, I think that's very important when we talk about uh, plagiarism and inspiration. Thank you. Thank you so much. Very, very uh, you put to rest everything that's been going on in my mind. So, uh, without taking names, I'm going to uh, tell a small incident. One of our clients said that we were doing uh, interior design of their uh, high-end uh, housing tower lobbies. So they said you have and clubs. So they said you have to come and see this project in Noida, and um, it's amazingly done. And I'm sure we're going to take some inspiration from it. So we go there, and uh, I'm not kidding when I say, when I saw that lobby of one of the towers, it was the exact same design that we had done for a corporate office in Gurgaon, which has been published lightly. I was shocked out of my wings when I saw that. And I took that particular time to show that, you know, this is my project, and this was done much before this was done. But now when you said this about the client's demand, I am giving that benefit of doubt to the designer today, thinking that maybe the, uh, the client saw our project and said that I want something like this, or I want this. You know? So I mean, I think you've touched upon a very important aspect of plagiarism, where the clients actually, sometimes it has happened, I'm sure with all of us, that it happens that they turn around and they say that, okay, this is what I want. I mean, you try to do something which you think is better, they still don't bite from that notion of uh, thinking that a picture that they have liked or a place that they have visited is the best fit for a particular picture. We are conscious. We have to certainly decide whether we are going to talk to somebody else in here or for that matter, we need a direct uh, inspiration or something that we like to show. In the world of uh, optics today, architecture is the most uh, uh, under pressure kind of a profession because you know uh, at least the doctors today uh, in a lot of hospitals right please read your google knowledge outside before you come for consultation i think we as architects should also start writing that you leave your kid interests and, and all those images that you have gathered outside if you want real creativity otherwise you are as the staff set up us last year you're good enough to find a draftsman and do you know the difference between somebody who drafts a design and somebody who actually designs is this that we if we don't seek that ground to to the clients then uh, we'll be in extinct profession uh, soon because there is everything is available on the visual interface. I'm literally gonna try that my I'm gonna put a board outside my office and say that leave the phone outside or the printers outside. <laughs> जो नकल है उसके लीगल एस्पेक्ट अगर हमारे समझ लें तो ये मामला खत्म हो जाता है ऑपरेट एक्ट कहता है जहां पर दुनिया स्केल और लेबर इस्तेमाल हो गया वो ऑपरेट से बाहर हो गया उन्नीस सौ अड़तालीस का एक एंसियन प्रदाता मामला सुप्रीम कोर्ट में गया महात्मा गांधी की जब हत्या हुई तो महात्मा गांधी का एजेंट 25 परसेंट दिखाता खूब जोर से उसने पूरी जांच पड़ताल करके ये बताया ये जो श्रीमान जी कहते हैं महात्मा गांधी का चित्र मेरा बनाया हुआ इनका नहीं है दो चित्रों पर धुआ एक का सर और एक का धड़ और इन्होंने जोड़ के चित्र को बना दिया तो इनका प्रोफेट कहां हुआ तो सुप्रीम कोर्ट ने कहा कि इसने इसमें अपना स्केल एंड लेबर इस्तेमाल करा है 
एक सरकारी घर को जोड़ने में आपने प्रश्न कर रहा हूं क्वेश्चन कर रहा है इस तरीके से जैसे लिट की कविता संग्रह दूसरे कॉपीशन में वैसा को वैसे ही भेजा उसकी कविता है ऑपरेट फ्री हो चुकी है ऑपरेट की डेथ के पचास साल बाद ऑपरेट फ्री हो जाता है साठ साल हो गए साठ साल बाद फ्री हो गए मोहम्मद शामी जी के रविंद्रनाथ टैगोर का था तो साठ साल हो गया तो उसमें भी यही बात आई उसने कहा साहब मैंने पंद्रह कविताएं छापी हैं ये इस कॉपीशन का तो राइट है नहीं मैंने भी उसकी कविता ली है सिर्फ उसकी कविता ली है उसने कहा जिस फॉर्म में जिस पैटर्न में इसने कविताएं ली है उसी में आपने और तीसरा एक मामला था अगर आप लोगों को परमिट करने को तो पोषास्त्र का तकरीबन हर कॉपीशन इस किताब को छापता रहा तो मामला इसके लिए निर्भर था अगर आर्टिस्ट से कुछ मिले ये आपने सामने बोला कि टेलीविजन इंटरनेशनल नहीं होता टेलीविजन हमेशा इंटरनेशनल होता है जो भी आदमी नकल मार रहा है उसको पता है उसने कहां से नकल मारी है आई मीन दीज ऑफ उसकी करीब एक मिलियन दिख रहे दस लाख लोग पढ़ते हुए किताबों को तो हमारी सोच प्रोडक्ट में भी साथ जो बैठे हैं उनको एक बात कहूंगा कोई व्यक्ति आपका प्रोडक्ट नकल करके कैसे बेच रहा है इसलिए बेच पा रहा है कि वो आपसे सस्ता बना रहा है मैं आर्किटेक्चर इंडस्ट्री मेरी ढेर सारी किताब है गेट की किताब है सीट की किताब है अगर आप वैल्यू फॉर मनी किसको देंगे और उस वैल्यू पर उसको दे पाएंगे तो कोई उसको कॉपी नहीं करता I raised hand first actually, <laughs> and I I didn't have a student. I just had three pointers. Okay. Within the subject of what we have addressed today, what also stands out that particularly in the Indian design domain, culture, tradition, and technology are crucial aspects that drive architecture as a whole. While we strive ahead in a very very sort of interconnected world, the opportunity for influence identity and innovation is equal and we must sort of recognize that correct you know the line indeed is of course fine you know when it comes to plagiarism but the onus is on us as architects and designers to be really honest to what we do what is it that defines our portfolio and what is the brief that is given to us we take in collaboration and creativity sort of hand in hand we really need to move beyond being master architects you know we have to get a step closer with a single minded agenda of creating a better built environment i think i'm just sort of coming up to what you were very uh nicely sort of put together thank you so much